Kia ora and welcome to Business Your Way, a podcast where I take you behind the scenes and look at the strategies, systems and support needed to grow and scale an online service business. One that not only supports you and your family financially, but one that gives you the freedom to live the life of your dreams. I'm taking the many lessons learnt over the last two decades of running my own business and working with hundreds of clients to bring you what's working now conversations. I'm pulling back the curtain to bring you real stories from real people, including myself. We're going to talk about everything from how to get clarity on your vision, creating systems so you can automate and delegate, how to hire a kick-ass team that creates raving, returning and referring clients. We're even going to talk about how to kick those limiting beliefs to the curb so that you can flourish in your business. I'm your host, Sandra Julian, an Indigenous mama of three, fashion-loving sewist and business strategist. Each week, I want to help you dream big, plan well and do the work to grow and scale your business your way. Welcome back to this week's episode of Business Your Way. Lovely to have you join me. If you are new to the podcast, welcome along. Lovely to also have you as a subscriber to the podcast. If you're just joining in but you haven't yet subscribed, hit the subscribe button so you are notified of new episodes as soon as they're released. But today I want to have a conversation with you about the tension that we experience between our time and our energy and where we put our focus in a day. Because the biggest productivity issue that most people are trying to solve is the one where we don't have enough hours in the day to get everything done or you wish you had more time to get through the things on your to-do list. And there's so much to do and never enough time in the day. At the heart of being productive, there are three elements. Our time, our energy, and where we put our attention. So if we use these three elements in different equations, we'll get a different result. So if we have energy plus attention with no time, we end up in overwhelm. If we have time and we have attention, but we have no energy, then we are in exhaustion. If we have time and energy, but no attention, we end up being distracted. So in order to be the most productive person that we can be, we need time, we need energy, and we need to be clear about what we're giving our attention to. So let's start by looking at time. Everyone has got the same 24 hours in the day, but it's how we use our time. And to be honest, time is where most people start their productivity journey because it is the most obvious thing that we start with, right? We're all looking for more time in our day. 
And if we are looking to get back time in our day, we then start looking for productivity tools or strategies, or you think about how you can manipulate the time in your day to get everything on your to-do list done. And time is about creating systems in your life to make tasks more efficient as possible so you can get that time in your life or get back that time in your day. But first of all, we have to start by looking at how we're currently using our time. So the first recommendation that I have before you start looking at any systems or any productivity tools, because it's really easy to just reach out for a productivity tool. How can that help me be better in my day? If I use this tool, it will help me. And so you end up in this state of looking at all of these shiny objects and you gather all of these productivity tools, but nothing is actually working because you first haven't examined how you use your time. So I used to teach my students this back when I was teaching at Polytech. I was teaching a national certificate in computing administration. So this is a few years back now. But one of the core things that we used to do in that program is a time audit. So I would get my students to take a calendar week. So it had the days of the week across the top and down the left of the page, it would have the times of the day in half an hour increments. So every 30 minutes, it would have a new time. And I asked my students to log every moment in their day, so every half an hour, from when they woke up to when they went to bed. So it had to include when they were eating, when they were doing housework, when they were running the kids around to different activities. And then when they went to work, they had to also be as detailed around the tasks that they were doing at work. So they would, you know, turn up to work. What time was that? What would you do when you first arrived at work? Then what would you do next? And get every half an hour of every day in a seven-day period, in a one-week period, documented. So you're not doing anything different. You are just documenting what you would do in a week. And then at the end of the week, you would sit down and you would analyze your time. How many hours did you spend watching TV? How many hours did you spend cooking for the family? How many hours did you spend on housework? And when it comes to work, how many hours did you spend clearing your inbox? How many hours did you spend on the phone with clients, in meetings, doing productive work, producing anything that was in your scope of the role that you had to do? So once you got a clearer picture on your productive time, and then you could actually see where your time wasters were coming into your day. So in this day and age, we can take a look at how much time did you spend scrolling through social media? How much time did you spend in your inbox? Is that an area that you need to start cleaning up? How much time did you spend traveling to and from meetings? How much time did you spend just talking with staff? 
Talking with staff in the office on a daily basis can be really time-consuming without you realising. So maybe even in this remote world that we now work in, how much time did you spend clearing those Slack messages or clearing the Zoom chat messages? A time audit really highlights where you're wasting time. And to identify where you're wasting time means that you've now got some areas that you can start to improve on. So that is the first thing that I would get you to do and recommend that you do. It's highly enlightening once you've done a time order and you're like, whoa, I really didn't realize that I spent that much time preparing my social media content or clearing my Zoom Slack chat messages. So it really highlights to you the areas where you don't think that you are spending that much time, but you actually are. And once you have this information, now you've got a starting point to look at how you can make improvements to your day and how you use your time. And how you use your time can be improved by different strategies So you can implement a strategy that will help you manage your email better. You can implement a strategy around how you manage the time in your day and manage your calendar. You could have a strategy around your focused work time. So there are different strategies which will help you manage your time better. You can also look at managing your time by having a system. So once you've got a strategy, then look at what systems that you can implement in order to make your time more productive. And then you can get other people to help you. So you can delegate some tasks to other people to help you manage your time better. So those are kind of three things that you can do in the area of time. The next area that comes into this equation between time, energy and attention is the energy component. Because if we don't know how our energy flows in a day, we can get to the end of the day and just feel really exhausted So we have to maximize our energy flow. And this, again, can be different for different people. And this is why you get morning people and night owls. Because some people are wired so their cup of energy is full in the mornings. So they will get their most productive work done when their energy cup is full or their battery is full. But people who are night owls their energy battery is full later in the day. And so their most productive work happens later in the day. So it's important to know how your energy flows and to implement your time management strategies alongside your energy flows is going to help you become more productive. So it's not just about managing your time and having strategies and systems in place. Now we have to identify how does your energy flow in a day? 
if you are like most entrepreneurs, you've heard of the, you know, 5 a.m. morning routine or the 5 a.m. club where you're out of bed at five o'clock in the morning, you've done some reading, you've moved your body and you've spent some time looking and attending to the highest priorities in your day. But if your energy doesn't flow at 5 a.m. in the morning, you're going to struggle being part of the 5 a.m. club. I'm going to put my hand up here and say, I am not a 5 a.m. club person. My energy does not flow well in the mornings. I'm the type of person who likes to wake up around 7 a.m. My body clock wakes itself up give or take 15 minutes, but guaranteed I'm awake by 7am most mornings. And I like to have a leisurely morning. So I like to lie in bed for at least 15 minutes before I put my feet on the floor. I can't open my eyes, turn on my brain, put the feet on the floor and get going. Oh, that is not me. My energy does not flow like that. If that is you, then hands up to you because that is not me. So you have to work out when your energy flows in the day. Another way to do this is with an energy audit. So again, coming back very similar to the time audit, don't do these at the same week. Do your time audit one week and then the next week or give yourself a week break in between before you do an energy audit. And an energy audit requires you to pay attention to your body and your body clock. I know this doesn't sound like a productivity tool because most productivity tools are transactional. You want this, you get that. You do this, this is your result. Very transactional. But energy is a huge part of how productive we can be as human beings. And so energy is about listening to your body and tuning into when you have the most energy in your day. And this will depend on your phase of life that you are currently in. So I want you to do an energy audit. Again, seven days across the top, half hour increments. And pay attention to when you wake up in the morning. How do you feel? After you've done your morning routine, and that might simply be you have to get out of bed, you have to get the kids up, they need to be dressed and fed and to school by a certain time. How is your energy through that part of the day? What is your energy like when it's time to sit down at your desk or you turn up to your office and you need to start work? How does your energy feel? Are you ready to get in and be really focused or are you a bit more like, mm, I just need to breathe and ground myself and take a look at what's going on before I can get into being or get into doing some work that requires some attention and some focus. So I want you to do your energy audit, pay attention to where you have the most energy and where you have the most focus, because focus and energy are the same things. So when do you feel you can do your most focused work? This might be in the middle of the day. It might be at 10.30 in the morning. It might be after three o'clock in the afternoon. 
So pay attention to your energy in the day. And then once you've done this for a week, there'll be some patterns that emerge at the end of the week. And then you can see, where are my energy patterns that are naturally appearing in my day for me? And there are, I'm going to give you three things that you can do to help improve your energy. And one is sleep. So the most important thing for us human beings in order to refresh our body and refill our energy cup is to get adequate sleep. So most people require at least seven hours of sleep or seven to eight hours of sleep, depending on your body clock once again. But try to get at least seven hours of sleep a night and that will improve your productivity. The next tip for energy is to implement some rituals into your day. So create some habits. These habits are things that you do every day at the same time every day. So it might be you get out of bed, you have a shower, you get dressed you go down for breakfast and you do it in this order every day of the week. Because once you start putting habits into place, you stop exerting extra energy to perform those habits or those rituals. And I'll dive deeper in another podcast episode about how to create your daily rituals and how to create habits and the benefits of creating habits and putting rituals in place. So we'll dive deeper into that in another episode. But in order to preserve your energy, implement some rituals into your day. And the other one is to move your body. This might sound a little counterintuitive, I suppose, because moving your body exerts energy. But moving your body and getting in 30 minutes of exercise per day actually enhances the energy that you have for the rest of your day. So when we move our body, get some exercise in, it increases our hormones in our body that produce our energy. I'm not scientific, so I don't know what hormone does what, but I do know that exercise releases endorphins, I think they are, and the endorphins up our energy levels. So the other one to increase energy is to move your body. And the third part of this equation is your focus. So what you give your focus to at different times of the day matters. So have you ever heard of that saying is where you put your attention is where the areas of your life will grow. So in business, what we give our attention to will grow. So we have to be really intentional about our attention and our focus and what we give that to. So in order to know what deserves our attention, we have to put some goals in place. So in our business, we should have an annual plan a quarterly plan, some project plans with some due dates so we know how we're getting to that goal of where we want our business to be. 
So the first thing we have to do to know where to give our attention to is have some goals in place. I've done previous episodes on quarterly planning. So if you go back to episode 29, I shared on that episode my quarterly planning process. And the quarterly planning falls out of your annual plan that you put in place for your business. So your attention on a daily basis should be going towards the tasks that are going to move the dial for you to achieve your quarterly plan and your annual goals. Tip number two for your attention is to put your time aside to give your attention and your undivided attention. So you have to block out all of the distractions and give your attention to a particular task that you want to get done. So it should be when you have the most energy or when your energy levels allow you to be focused, you need to block out your time and allocate time to give attention to what's going to move the dial in your business. So some dedicated time in your diary that is distraction free. So turn off the phone. If you've got a team or staff, you let them know that this is your uninterrupted time. Put your out of office on your emails and just do the one thing. And here is where you need to pull in your mindset as well. So tip number three for this area of attention is you need to move your mindset from one that says, I am so busy, I do not have time to give attention and focus for that amount of period of, or that amount of time to get that done. We have to change our mindset around how we approach our time and our productivity. So we have to say to ourselves, if I want to achieve my goals, I have to give my attention and my energy to this task for the next 30 minutes, one hour, 90 minutes, two hours. The time itself doesn't matter. What matters is that we're telling ourselves that this is important enough to deserve our undivided attention to get it done. Nothing else is going to burn down. Nothing else is going to blow up if we gave our attention and our undivided attention to a particular task that we knew that is going to move our business forward. All right, so let's do a bit of a recap. So in order to be more productive and to eliminate the overwhelm and the exhaustion, we need to have a three-part equation. So time plus energy plus attention equals productivity. So I encourage you to take some time over the next month to do a time audit, do an energy audit, work out where you can get more time in your day, where you can be more efficient with your time, know where your energy flows and how your energy flows through the day, and then allocate some time in your calendar where your energy is at its best to give attention to the things that are most important to moving the dial in your business. And I promise you, if you were to give your attention 
to doing this, you would find that you would become more productive. And that's before you even try and implement more tools, systems, or go looking for any more shiny bright objects to help you with the overwhelm and the exhaustion. So there you have it. My three tips on where to start with productivity. And actually, these aren't mine. These are well-established, well-researched theories around productivity and the three core ingredients that we need to improve if we're going to improve our own productivity. So will you do it? Will you do the time audit? Will you do your energy audit? I would love to know. So the outcome of your time audit, the outcome of your energy audit, are you a morning person? Have you joined the 5am club or are you like me and you're a bit of a night owl and the most productive part of your day is when the house is quiet and you can just get to work and knock those things off your to-do list? I'd really love to know. So take a screenshot of wherever you're listening to this episode and come share it with me on Instagram. I am at sandrajulian.co on Instagram. I would really love to hear how your energy flows, how you are spending your time. Do you have an aha moment around, oh, I spend way too much time doing that thing. And so you're looking to eliminate that thing from your day or at least reduce the amount of time that you spend on it. So come tell me, I'd love to know. Before you go today, I wanted to say thank you for being here and listening all the way to the end. All of the links to this week's episode can be found in the show notes. Or if you like to read a really good blog, then you can head over to my website at sandrajulian.co forward slash podcast. Now you've probably realized that running a business is not for the faint hearted. There are challenges coming at you left, right and center every day. But I'm here to tell you that challenges are only challenges because you haven't yet found an answer to them. The solution could actually be easier than you may think. But if you're anything like me, you tend to overthink or overanalyze the solution that is right in front of you. So what do you have to do to become the best boss you could possibly be? Well, you could go and take my two-minute free agency owner persona quiz at sandrajulian.co forward slash quiz. Here you'll find out how you can scale and streamline your business without compromising you and your lifestyle. I can't wait to know what your results are. So once you've done the quiz, why don't you take a screenshot, jump over to Instagram, share it on your stories, and don't forget to tag me. I'm at sandrajulian.co. If you've enjoyed today's episode, make sure that you hit the subscribe button to get notified of the new episodes as soon as they're released. And if you listen on Spotify or the Apple Podcast app, then I'd really appreciate if you could rate the show and perhaps leave a quick review if you are on the Apple app. 
Those five stars would mean the world to me and it would help get this show in the ears of more online service business owners. Alrighty my friend, have the most productive week and I will talk to you again real soon.